Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. The Star Wars Sessions podcast. Part that he loves a good Star Wars session. Absolute legends of Star Wars Sessions. This is the way, this is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is when fun begins. We should do this properly, shouldn't we, to start this off? Take it away, mate. Ready? Let's do it. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy, and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, a.k.a. Jabba the Hudge, and joining me here at Star Wars Celebration is the greatest Star Wars man, fan, and buddy out there. Just look at him. It's Luke Bly, Master Bly Walker. Come on, give it up. Give it up. How you doing, mate? Oi, oi, Savaloi. Uh, it's Star Wars Celebration, mate. And uh, I can't lie, I'm feeling a little bit ropey. It is Sunday, <laughs> and I'm starting to feel it a little bit. You might be able to hear it, but um, for, for, for those of you who don't know, this is actually our 200th episode. <laughs> which, thank you, everyone. Which, yeah, thank you. That's because of you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you. I don't know. Do you guys listen to us when you're working? Do you commute? Do you do washing up? Do you, what, like, what, what, what do you guys do? All shout it out. All shout it out. What do you do? Yeah, walk, walk to work. Yeah, I heard some dodgy stuff there, but that's okay. Um, listen. Listen. Yeah. Listen. 200 episodes. Um, we love doing this, but I think for the celebration special and the 200th special, yep. we, we had a special plan. Um, to basically get here. Celebration, guys. Close your ears. Um, <laughs> we had to say, hey, you know, this is our idea. This is our pitch for a panel at Celebration. And it was a good pitch. It was a very good pitch, but we're not doing it. Um, <laughs> There's been so much going on at Celebration. We were like, we could spend 10 minutes at the end talking about it, but well, the pitch, come on. The pitch was pretty good. It was Star Wars and our home. Okay? That is, you know, Celebration. It's in London. Star it's, Wars in the UK. It, it's in the UK. You know, so much of Star Wars is, is, is made mm-hmm. with love here, whether it's up north, whether it's in Scotland, Ireland, England, wherever, right? Um, that's that done. So, on to on celebration. To onwards and upwards. Also, um, just sorry to the Damons who we've both just met in the toilets and accosted them in the bathroom very awkwardly. So, if you're that's listening, well apology, done, Star Wars explained, but we are Star Wars sessions. Yeah. But, yeah, mate, yeah, we were going to do that, but. We're here at Celebration. We wanted to celebrate what we've seen. It's back. It's coming home. It's come home. We wanted to talk more about that. So let's do it, mate. It's be, I mean, we've, we've managed to get into most of the panel if we wanted to. And if we haven't, we've hit up enough people who were in those panels. Yeah. But yeah. I've got, listen, I want to start with two words and two words only. Okay. They're clean, family friendly. Yeah. Ray Skywalker. Oh, my days. Who, who else Are we really doing it? We're, doing, we're going from... We're doing that. We're going, medal, is that man. where we're going from? Let's go okay. okay. I can't believe it, guys. I, you know, I came into this thinking we're going to get... We're, we're going to get a film announcement. And I, I was just... I was open-minded. I, I, honestly, I was... And I said this on the poddy. I was thinking it's going to be 150 years post-Rise of Skywalker. Yep. It's going to be in the, in, in, in the far future... No, 15 years. 15 years. 15 years. And they brought out Matt's girlfriend. Can you believe it? Man. It's mad. Right? I, I leapt into this guy's arms and that was it. That was when we knew she's back. But 
15 years after Joss, mate, the new Jedi Order. We've got a new timeline now, so we have from way back when, when the, the film we'll talk about in a minute from Old Mangold, to mm. this new Jedi Order. But I had, you know, if somebody said to me, what's the one thing that isn't going to happen at Celebration? I would have said, they're not going to get someone like Daisy or John or someone on stage. It's just not going to happen. It's too soon for that. Well, I think we were in the pub. Um, as you do, on Thursday night, pre-celebrate, Celebration Eve. And I think we were saying, like, I th- honestly, maybe in some ways, not always, because all roads lead to the sequels, I believe mm-hmm. that. But I thought they're distancing themselves from, you know, sequel characters, mm-hmm. sequel actors. But no, they're not. They are just... And I don't know about you, mate, but the whole Lucasfilm showcase, which is what we're covering right now, oh. obviously, um, it, it screams confidence, there's a confidence yeah. about it. They're like, yeah, no, we don't care. We're just going to do this. We're going to do that. I mean, yeah, they've got to make a film. And they're probably told, like, look, guys, you've not made a film in a while. Marvel's bashed out, like, 12. Not saying that's the gold standard here. But, you know. Here we go. Where, where, yeah, all right. Where, where, <laughs> where are the films? Yeah. What's happening? Um, out of the three films, mm-hmm. we've got, okay, we've got the 15 years post-Rise of Skywalker. It's, is it me or is that kind of like episode 10? Like, what? Yeah? Well, well, come on, what do you think? No or yes? No, yes. Yeah, yeah. No, I, <laughs> did you say no? Yeah, classic Eve. Only one to say no. I like it, mate. In our it. Instagram polls, no. No. Uh, listen, I, I think that's a decent move. I don't think it necessarily has to be episode 10, but we're soaking this in, you know. We're still processing this. We've got another film, The Mandalorian Mando-verse. Oh, the cinematic crossover with... We assume it's Mando, Ahsoka, Skeleton Crew, and what would have been Rangers of the New Republic, oh. all coming together in theatres, in cinemas. And we, so we were lucky enough to see some Mando this weekend on the big screen. And oh. it belongs on the big screen. Do it, and it's directed, let's not forget, it's directed by our boy Dave Filoni as well. <laughs> Dave, uh, it's Dave Filoni, first ever live-action feature it's going to be the culmination of what he's helped to create with John, who's going to be acting as producer as well. Yeah. But that's exciting. We'd heard about it. Cathy mentioned it at, what, 2020 Disney Investors Day? Yeah. So it's uh, been in the running, but you know, you know Lucasfilm, sometimes they say things and they don't always mean them. Yeah. Um, and it, maybe it's because I'm in the celebration spirit, but mm. this feels kind of different to other film announcements. I don't know. That, like, maybe, that, maybe they're a bit more solid. I mean, even with... The, um, the post-Tross one, 15 years post-Tross, that's already had change in writers. A lot of us know that. We've not actually spoken about that, by the way. Um, we kind of covered it very briefly, didn't we? Yeah. But, you know, that sort of thing does happen. I'm not saying it's ideal, okay? I'm, I want writers to be there for the long run. I want them to stay on projects, obviously. But if it's not good enough, changes do need to be made. And that's actually quite normal to a certain degree. Yep in filmmaking, I think it's worth noting. Yeah, and it, it, just, it just means, yeah, that screams confidence for us as well that there is a plan. Yeah. And if there is a writer on board who is there to create the beats for you to hit, they don't necessarily have to be on every film there. Yeah. It's just to know that we need this to happen then, this to happen then, this to happen then. In between that, you know, we've, we've hired you for a reason. You, you know, you direct, you help us out with this, but... It gives you that confidence if there is that uh, writer, consistency in the writing, which maybe hasn't been there in previous efforts. But I like that with these film, films that they announced, they didn't say, 
we're releasing a series of films set after Tross. We're releasing a series of Old Republic films or a series of Mando films. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just we've mm-hmm. got one film. Here's Daisy. <coughs> Bash. If it does well, we'll do more films. And the fact that it's set 15 years after Tross, if Oscar Isaac, John Boyega don't want to turn up, it's, 50, it's been 15 years. They can, they can work their way around that. That's it. Main. This is Eaten. apple juice, by the way, celebration stuff. Yes, sorry, apple juice. New poll right. said it was fine. Yeah. What? Oh, cheers, mate. Well, I hope it is anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Send it back to him. Uh, but listen, we've got another film. Dawn of the Jedi sort of flick being led by James, James Mangold. Mangold. You're the film guy. Very Tell me about, about this, this guy. Well, Man- Tell me about James. In a nutshell, Mangold, Logan, Ford v Ferrari, mainly on the, on the big screen here. Two films which fairly different in terms of their, their story and their delivery, mm. but I think they're both excellent films. Ford v Ferrari was slept upon, I thought, when it came out. Mm. I think most people here, most of you have seen Logan at least. Yep. You get the vibes of that. It's a film which is respected enough to, I think, be nominated for Best, um, uh, best Adapted Screenplay at the Oscars for a comic book film. Blast mm. 4 Ferrari bought the goods. Now he's got Indy, the di- Indy, Indiana Jones, The Dial of Destiny. He's in the Lucasfilm family. And it, we saw, we oh. saw like... I, now, I know not everyone here got into Lucasfilm Showcase, right? And we're not going to spoil all of it. Maybe a bit of it, but not all of it. We'll, we'll, we'll be as you know, sensible as possible. But the, the 10 minutes that we saw of Indiana Jones, it was a car chase, and it was outstanding. I'm not the biggest Indiana Jones fan, but it was absolutely outstanding. It really was. Uh, I was blown away by the quality of what I was watching. And the fact that they were like, oh, yeah, this guy's also making a Star Wars film. I was like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. here for it. I'm here for it. There's pedigree there already. But I've got a theory. I've got a theory, okay? So we've got, we've got two films that are both sides theory. of the timeline, right? We've got one that's way kind of prehistoric, being described, I think, as a biblical event. Yeah, they call you know, it like a biblical big, epic type scale. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Like this, this huge thing, this almost spiritual journey of discovering the force. It sounds quite interesting. And then you've got, you know, the episode 10, the 15 years post-Tross. Could that be both the start of a new film series, two different film series going along. You've got an Old Republic-style event saga, and then you've got episode 10, 11, 12, maybe. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think that's possible? I think, I think it is possible. I think, I'm, again, I'm glad they didn't announce that because we've seen trilogies being announced yeah. and they've kind of been quietly put under the kibosh. So I'm glad they haven't. But look, if, if Mangold's Dawn of the Jedi film which is apparently about you know, the discovery of the Force, you know, the first Force user, the first Jedi. How exciting is that? Yeah. If, you... if slash when, hopefully, yeah. that slaps, that does well with the box office, the critics love it, and more importantly, the Star Wars fans love it, then oh. they, they, of course they're going to make more of them. And I do think, honestly, that people... How many people here have been wanting to see an Old Republic film for, how, for the longest time now? Oh, no, we're audio, we're audio. Say it, say it. Yes, yeah, that, the, Lucasfilm know there's a massive, massive desire for this. So, you know, it sounds, it sounds easy. Like, all they've got to do is get the first film right. But if Mangold can just get it right, or at least give us a Force Awakens level film where it hits the beats, people dig it, mm. but there's more to come, 
Do you think that's possible? I think it is possible. Do you because think- it's so far in the future, they can do whatever they want. Do you think a two billy is possible? A two billion dollar Star Wars oh, film. Oh man! I, I also I said Avatar two ain't making two billion, and, it's, and you were wrong, mate. Very, I said I said Top Gun isn't going to make more than four hundred million, but I was very wrong about that as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be willing to bet on a two billy, but um, mm, I'd like exactly. to think that an old Republic film with the support since those games came out on the fan base could smash that seven figure. And get a billion at least. Oh. Like Rogue One. Yeah, I mean, come on, mate. I'm always more on, optimistic on. on some things anyway. But listen, this is mm. a special episode. This is episode 200, guys. And we're diving into a lot of stuff. <laughs> a lot of stuff. This, this guy. How, how about, Matty Boy, we, we're not usually like in front of people doing a poddy, right? This is, this is very it's special. Good looking crew. And we, and we usually do a bit of a bantina, don't we? Right? So maybe we should sprinkle in some commentaries throughout the panel. What do you think? Yeah? yeah. yeah? Do any of you right. guys have any opinions on Star Wars? No, not, not just Star Wars. No, <laughs> not Star Wars, mate. Right, the what films. The, the film heard. announcements. The three film announcements. Who has an opinion about it? Dimsky, come up. Dimsky from Belgium. All the way from Belgium. The Belgian Bond. Come on up, mate. No, come, come up. up. Come up. Get the mic ready. There we go. Look, uh, keep the applause going because he's walking Look at slow. It. Look at his yeah, there we go. Come on. Good to see you. Come and see yourself down, man. He's come all the way from Belgium. That's Look up. at him. Thank you, everyone. Uh, I think it's all about the execution. Ah, oh, uh, <laughs> Go on, mate. A drinking game, right. uh, I think um, if maybe there would be an episode 10, obviously with Ray, uh, it's come to peace with everything that came around with the, the negative mm-hmm. uh, stuff that came around. I think it's with, uh, Disney doubling down on, but still they can correct the, the wrongs, sort of say. Of, of the, sequels, the sequels, like the yeah, plot holes yeah. in places, arguably. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I yeah, I think, I think they can double down on the good things and maybe the bad things they can kind of correct or just steer in a good way in mm-hmm. the right direction. And here's a question, mate. With Dave Filoni taking an active role in all of this, all of this, right? Let's not forget his, his involvement in Lucasfilm is quite high up now. You, all you need to do, do is go on the Lucasfilm website, look at employees, and Dave Filoni, a few years ago, I remember when we were doing we've, an we've episode. Done that. And, like, he was down here. Now the guy is up there. He's yeah. up the third square in all of the staff. So he's obviously going up, right? And he, he's in, he, he, he has some TLC in pretty much all live-action Star Wars, right? Yeah. Do you think this, is, this adds to the cohesion between the TV shows... And the new films that maybe weren't there. I think uh, Dave Filoni is a great captain, but okay. he needs uh, a first mate, uh, John Favreau, to steer the ship okay. in the right way. Brilliant. But mate. obviously, he's, uh, he's a protege of George Lucas. He obviously has knowledge, but I don't know if he's the greatest director out there, so maybe he just needs a little bit of steering in the right way, and then I'm pretty sure it will be good. All the way from Belgium. Round of applause, guys. <laughs> Belgian bums. Uh, oh, I've, I've, oh. brought, I've brought a little something for Matt, too. Uh, I'm just going to take it in my bag. Okay. Oh, all right. right. Do we talk now? Or like, we, do, we, do we carry on? Do you want some entrance uh, music? Okay, all right. While that's happening, um, we would love to welcome out someone, another person. One more person for the films, okay? Eve, are you coming up? Come up, come up, mate. Round of applause. Eve. Mate, what is this? Okay. 
Oh, mate. Yes. That is he knows sweet. how much I love a mug. Oh, mate. I love mugs too. <laughs> Whee. Oh, mate, I've been to some of these places. I'll be using that tonight, mate, in a hotel. Just right. for tea. Eve, Eve, the Star Wars films. Give us your hot take, mate. Come on, tell us. What's, what's the lowdown? My hot take. Um, remember this um, D- D23 or something that Kathleen Kennedy did, where the, she talked about mostly the Taika Waititi movie that was supposed to be playing way in the past? I think yeah. this prehistoric... And in the back, some of you might have noticed, there was this symbol, this pyramid-shaped thing. Yeah. That's basically the cover of Dawn of the Jedi, the book that is now Legends. That's pretty yep. cool. I wonder if that comes from this and the news about Taika Waititi still working on something or a potential follow-up to the James Mangold one, if that works out for people. I was thinking a similar thing. I heard a similar thing. I heard on the bird that apparently Taika apparently is still writing his story. This is as of this weekend. Taika is still writing his story the film is still in development and there's no reason to think that he isn't. Yep. No, they haven't been, we haven't, we've had no reason to believe that. We've heard that other directors are leaving, the, leaving Lucasfilm or leaving their projects, but not Taika. And it could be that James Mangold is kicking it off. Because you remember the Taika film, the logo looked very prehistoric in the yeah. way it was, like Star yeah. Wars and like these prehistoric rocks. So maybe that is, this is what's happened. Maybe Mangold is setting it up and Taika's going to take the baton from there onwards. But Taika's so busy. He mm. does so much stuff. And, I don't know, his last Marvel entry, I wasn't a big fan of. Like, Love and Thunder, I, you know, I think maybe the guy's stretched too thin in some ways, some places. I don't know. But I think maybe bringing on someone like James, do you think that's a good thing? If that is the case, if what you're saying is... Well, I saw it in the Anna Jones stuff as well. And um, yeah. like most of the old school Star Wars people, I'm kind of... I don't care about the sorry Marvel or any comic stuff. <laughs> For me, it's just like Star Wars and Indiana Jones like yeah, yeah, simultaneously yeah. all the time. So seeing his style that looked like really the the old school original indie, like put like give me faith. I didn't know his work that much previously. I we saw Logan, but like once again, it's a comic book stuff. So, so, um, so I, I the trust in him. But let's address the elephant in the room, and that is mm. even if they plan on making one movie only. Mm. if it sells they will think of what are we going to do next mm-hmm. so um, I was in the, sequ- uh, the what was it uh, Villains of the Sequel trilogy right Yeah. Uh, and they kind of hinted at that Kathleen Kennedy and Lucasfilm listened to the fans and whatever the most fans shout for and want they kind of do down the line so I would assume that all of these projects have the task of write a movie that could be a standalone Okay. Not like kind of solo with a kind of open end where people expect it to have some, something after, but make something that works by itself, yep. but keep the opportunity open to, if it's successful, that can build up on that without it seeming disjointed. And because they know about like the one complaint that even the sequel trilogy lovers have is like, oh, it felt like there was no plan. So they're never going to repeat that it felt like there was no plan again. Yep. Amazing. Eve, where are you traveling from this time? Well, uh, Austria. Tomorrow. Austria. Eve from Austria. Right. Thank you, mate. And that plays into obviously what Dimsky mentioned as well about you know writing any potential wrongs or failings from the sequel trilogy from a practical level, not from a kind of shout on the internet level. And I think the, the any any film that comes out or product after another one 
always has the chance to go back and yeah. retroactively change a few things. But yeah. with the new Jedi Order film, for me, it gives a bit, hopefully it gives a bit more chance to add a bit more depth to the character of, of Rey. And you've got Shamine directing it. I think Daisy Ridley's producing it. So for me, that combo, what? I think she's producing. She's got, she's got a heavy hand in this. Oh. Because okay. of, her, of her attachment to the character. Because of... Sorry. And yeah, they, they dumped that truck outside her door of money. Um, but yeah, this film, we're not. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I've, no, I've, I've got, and, and the other elephant in the room, Eve, as well, is will the films be made as well? Because we've, we've all spoken before about, we've had timelines before, and we've had directors and films and writers announced, and they've all, apart from Ryan Johnson still, being, and Tyka, being kind of pushed to the side. But like you said, mate, I have a little bit more confidence, and maybe it's because we've got a celebration itis and we're in the room, but they bought the directors out, they bought Daisy out, and they no, only no. announced one film each. It gives me more confidence that they're actually going to do these. Dave, Dave's one's in the can. Dave's one's safe as anything. Yeah, You've I got to imagine. So. Which one's yeah. coming first, do you think? I, I, I mean, we know we're getting Mando season four, so I assume that would be 2024. That would come out season four. Yeah. So any climactic event would have to be after that. And how many seasons of Ahsoka are we getting? Is it a, is it a limited run series? I'm thinking it would probably be. It's not a 2025 film, is it? It could That's, be. Do you think? Because Mango has got indie at the minute. He's working on indie. That would be a tight turnaround for him. Well, next we, year, I think they start filming, right? You, yeah. It, well, they'd have to start production now. The yeah. production would have to be starting, like pre-production would have to start now. We've got casting, getting everything together, locations, all that stuff that they'd have to do to make these films. They'd have to be starting on the ASAP because it's, it's the next Star Wars film. Yeah, I know. They it's cannot... got to be a big deal. Yeah. It's got to be a big deal. And that's yeah. why, side run, again, I'm happy our first film back into Star Wars, the galaxy far, far away, isn't Rogue Squadron because to me, that felt like a smaller story, which isn't inherently a bad thing. It's just you know, a big, you know, epic adventure. Like, and all three of those films feel like that, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't no, know. No, no, they do, because you've got, you've got the culmination of the Mandoverse, which yeah. we've, we all, surely we all here love the Mandoverse, even if the last episode wasn't great. But well, we all love Mando. Um, sorry, Lucasfilm. And you've got the Dawn of the Jedi, which is 25,000 years. We can say what we want. Say whatever uh, we want. 25,000 years in the past. Biblical epic, they said. Yeah, sick. The new Jedi Order, which just sounds epic. Yeah. Come on, come yeah. on. Come, yeah, on, come, come on, on, come on. So, yeah, they all sound big in scale, which is exciting for me. Right. Okay. We've done the films. We've got a lot to cover. All yeah. right. And we're we're going to be covering a lot of it. Are we staying Lucasfilm Showcase, or did you want to move over to Lu- a bit Lucasfilm Showcase slash yesterday with Ahsoka because we need help with we, that yeah, we, can, we, can, we can do a bit of that because in, in that st- st- uh, panel we saw, that we saw the trailers for everything yep. Lucasfilm said what trailers do you want to see and we just said yes and they showed us the Acolyte Skeleton Crew Ahsoka and or Season 2 which was that was, that was awesome yeah. but I've been looking forward to the Acolyte okay. just because of the idea of it but I, wanted, but I want you to tell everyone your thoughts on the Acolyte a, a, a production which entirely hypeful no I a bit like with Solo a bit like with Andor um, I, I, I had mixed feelings about the Acolyte you know I was kind of like hey, it, I don't really see you know the point it feels like you know that oh, let, let's get a, a series done and hire this person because she's talented and, and listen I'm ha- when I'm wrong I am happy to say I'm wrong alright and, and do you know what the Acolyte I'm wrong that show looks outstanding. It looks unreal. It looks unreal. Has anyone who saw the acolyte or has seen a sneaky 
version of the Acolyte trailer here. Remember, we're it. audio. You gotta, yeah? As loud as you can. Okay, well, I'll say this, right? So, Leslie had, how, you got the t-shirt? I was, are they selling that? With the new, lo- okay, the new logo? Okay, I didn't know that. Well. All right, I want one of those. Um, you know, with, with the Acolyte, <laughs> Leslie Headland came out and she blew me away. She just seemed to have everything figured out. She just spoke so with such knowledge and authority on Star Wars, the culture, the force. She understands that this is during the High Republic. I mean, she came out and said the High Republic. She said for light and life was the first thing she said. And, and I'm, it got a pop. It, I'm not a High Republic guy, but like... I, I appreciate that. I love that she's like, no, this is the material that we're working with and this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to say. And I love that she says, look, it's called Star Wars, but the Jedi, the Jedi are up here. They're at their peak, right? So what, where does the war come into it? And she's like, well, the war comes into like personal lives. It comes Spiritual. into spirituality and fat family feuds. And I was like, oh, okay, this sounds pretty cool. Cool. And then she starts saying, oh, and it's influenced a lot by, you know, Eastern films or Eastern culture. Yeah. She names like Akira Kurosawa. Kurosawa a, lot, a lot of kind of deep cut Eastern films, like Japanese cinema. And I mean, I said, I said to Luku Boy afterwards that when you, anyone can say we are, uh, we, no, we're influenced by George, we're influenced by, you know, this style of cinema. We can, we, you can name everything. But then to put it on screen and to show it and actually back up what you're saying, people had their jaws on the floor, and I'm, we are sitting there like, all of these references you've mentioned, this is just like that, and not just that, it looks great as well, it yeah. looks great, and uh, for the High Republic fans, there is, a, there is a High Republic Jedi in that trailer, who I won't spoil, but for, fa- for book readers, certainly phase one, you're going to love it it. It, it, was, it was like... It was the bit where they're mixing like martial arts and the force, and, and this good. person gets pushed back on their feet, and it's like, I, I was like, mate, this is. And they're is... in this like dojo, aren't they? And it looks amazing. Oh, I am so so here for it. Right, we're gonna have to keep it spoilery free as much as possible. But who here is crazy hyped for the acolyte and wants to share a word? <laughs> who wants to share a word? Who wants to come up and do a quick comment? Who wants to come and quick? Uh, Jessup, come up here, mate. Jessup from Woking. Put the king in Woking. A nice T-shirt. Hello, mate. What up with you? Oi, oi, Savaloi. Oi, oi. Or hello there. Hello there, General. Thank you. Um, mate, tell us about it. Acolyte, what do you think? So I'm not a High Republic guy. Okay. And I don't know that much about the era, but I'd like to know more. So I saw... Uh, what's the, the lady that's the executive producer? Leslie, uh, Leslie Headland. Headland, that's it. I saw her on the live stage, mm-hmm. and that interview made me go, I'm going to check that, uh, check that show out, because she spoke with such passion um, about Star Wars and her love for it. Yeah. There was a bit where she said, I don't know her, her, her story, but she said, Star Wars has saved my life. She said that. And the crowd erupted, and you know that, so I'm going to deviate slightly, I've been blown away by seeing the love of Star Wars uh, this weekend it's just it's just been great and walking along and seeing ahsokas mandalorians mon calamari gamorian guards everyone's got their their thing high republic people ot pt st like the, the, the whole thing um but uh, yeah she's 
clearly very, very passionate. Um, a lot of the creators and stars uh, have got very emotional. There was a very emotional yeah. Dave Filoni as well. Yes. And you realise what this franchise means to people, uh, means to people and, and to us and to them. It's... Um, and that's yes. it, H- hiring passionate people that are aware of the Star Wars canon as well, that are yeah. fans, because she's <laughs> like, oh yeah, like, I watched the prequels growing up, I watched the special edition, she even yeah. mentioned Clone Wars Clone and that, War. and I'm like... She was writing fan fiction in high school when she said, like, the people I was in high school with, she was shunned by the people in high school because she liked this stuff, so she had to go home and write fan fiction and kind of kept it to herself, and she's like, now... Basically, now look at me. Yeah. Now I'm the one on stage, and I'm the one writing what looks to be an excellent Star Wars series. And that's not to say everyone needs to be a fanboy. Sometimes no. it pays to have Tony someone... Gilroy. Tony Gilroy. Tony Gilroy. Yeah. Andor. I think Andor... I mean, we got a sneak peek into Andor looks season great. two as well. Yeah. And that looked phenomenal. Uh, Jessup, thank you so much, Thank mate. you. Appreciate that. You were like... Yeah, so... like great. And then before we move on to what we saw yesterday, because it ties in... We did also see the, our first look at Skeleton Crew. Um, they said Amblin vibes, and again, I'll keep this spoilery free, but the trailer, for those who haven't seen it, it, it literally opens up like an Amblin film with a, with, a, with a dad coming home in his car, going home from work, and he might as well have said, honey, I'm home. And it looked, it felt so Amblin. I th- again, I thought... It felt like E.T. I was like, people can say this, but let's, let's see it. The proof will be in the product, and... The trailer, the trailer got better as it went along, and yeah. the kid actors they brought out were so charming, so great. That I'm looking forward to seeing them more, more so than kind of even Jude Law, who I, who I really dig. I, I was re- pleasantly surprised by Skeleton Crew again. Mm-hmm. Honestly, guys, the Lucasfilm show, they knocked it out of the park. Yep. They really knocked it out of the park. I've, and you know us, we try to be balanced. We, we, we're positive people. We try to be positive, but, you know, we, we, we try to critique as we're well. And there's, there's nothing wrong with constructive criticism as long as it is constructive and we try to do it in a loving way right but i don't know skeleton crew just kind of yeah i'm 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 here for it i'm here for it yeah it might be a bit odd with the whole house stuff and it's like they're on a lakefront and this guy's just driving home and the kids are gone and but no why not why not and i think this could appeal to a lot of people particularly younger people and i've said recently i've said recently that I don't know, maybe I forget that sometimes. Maybe I forget that a lot of these yeah. shows, they're for everyone. They are for mm-hmm. the kiddos as well. Yeah. They are meant to love this stuff as well. And I even said, and I'm not necessarily justifying it, but this week's episode of Mando is a bit crazy. It was a bit, you know, it's a bit, it was a bit out there. It's something, isn't it? It was something, mate. And um, yeah, listen to the recap. And uh, I don't know. However, I did say to you, mate, I was like, I wonder what like a lot of the kids thought about yes, that because I was yeah. moaning about stuff like the tones weren't right, the colours and blah, blah, blah. it's like, well, we know people thought that about the prequels when they came mm-hmm. out, and look how the prequels are now. Yeah. You know, go on the stage, you see how many people l- dress up as clone troopers, how many people are Anakin Skywalker. I like who gets the loudest cheers at celebration? Yeah. Is it's it the, ha- is it Hayden? It's the prequel guys. Is isn't it, it Ahsoka? Yeah. Is yeah, it is, isn't it? It's, it's, it's the prequel, guys. And if, if Andor has shown us anything, it's that Star Wars is now in a place where they can try new things. Yeah. That not all of it will be for quadrant appeal to everyone, but they can do it. And Skeleton Crew, clearly, they, they, they made a point of saying it looks like a kid's show, but it isn't you know, just for kids. But it will be, because, you know, we, we've got these young actors. And I, and I welcome that. I don't, I don't need Star Wars to be R-rated, gritty, and 
whatever, again, whatever people, some people want it to be, because that's never what it's been in the first place. Right. If Andor's shown us anything, Star Wars is ready to branch out and give us uh, something new. But if this weekend has shown me anything, it's that the other trailer and panel yesterday, a lot of people are excited for Ahsoka. Yeah. yeah. I knew it. I yeah. knew it. You sickheads. <laughs> you sickheads. You still fags. Right. Which, who... Who was, who was there yesterday? Who was there yesterday? We couldn't get uh, in. The Ahsoka wasn't. Ironic. Yeah. Who, who was there? Yeah. D- Dave, you were there, right? Uh, mate, come up here. Come up here, mate. Let's talk about Ahsoka with Dave. There he is. There we and in honour of my absent brother, yes, he's got his knees out. Oh, yeah, that's it. Look, look at nice knees, isn't it? Nice to get your knees out, Dave. Go on, show the crowd. Show the crowd your knees. Look. Family-friendly, oh, guys. Yeah, we love it, don't we? <laughs> David uh, Boy, you're, you're, in the, you're in the panel for Ahsoka. I mean, what's your, what was your hype levels before? And now coming out, and again, I know some of the stuff was con exclusive, but we saw you when you came out, but how, how was it coming out? Um, incredible. Another level. I was excited anyway, yeah. as everyone just made clear that you are as well. Who was in the panel? How many of you were there? A lot of people. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> who said that I was? <laughs> Who's that? Got the well done, mate. That's um, the spirit, mate. I mean, those of you that were there can understand the difference in the hype after seeing just a little bit extra footage, and the way that it was spoken about was absolutely beautiful. Yep. Everybody was so passionate um, and just excited. There wasn't a moment within that panel where I, where I was bored or I wasn't paying attention because I was just on the edge of my seat the entire time. Yep. And it looks mental. So. You saw the blue guy. I saw the blue guy. Because we know we're going to that, right? Yeah, no, that's not a spoiler, is it? Yeah, that was mentioned went, oh, in... The, the blue guy, the back of his bonds was in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, so, that's true. And we, we know he's in it. Where is Grand Admiral Thrawn? That's yeah. not how she talks. But should we know that she, that Grand Admiral Thrawn is coming back. But um, we, got, we got our announcement finally of, of who it is. We saw him. You saw him. What was the pop like in, in the screening when... Thrawn showed his face. It absolutely erupted. Like I've never heard a a crowd go wild before and it was stunning. Absolutely stunning. Uh, Are you guys in here fans of Thrawn? It's it's mental, isn't it, how how many people love Thrawn. But then I guess when you think Heir to the Empire, the first real kind of, at the time canon, after Mm. Return of the Jedi, it's, it's a beloved... It's a beloved trilogy, and to see him in live action now is making a lot of people's dreams, essentially, come true. Well, you would think that having a guy painted blue with red eyes would be a bit weird, but this is Star Wars, I mean, and, we, and we love this stuff, right? Uh, it, did it look good? Did, cause... I, I think it looked incredible. I mean, we spoke about this before, but it is very difficult to get that right, and obviously fans are going to... Star Wars fans are going <laughs> to be hypercritical of this, but I was, I was blown away. I thought it was, it was really, really impressive. I think that... I'm sorry, my phone's gone off. Oh, um, I thought, is that one of you lot? It's him. <laughs> um, no, I thought it looked... Inc- but then I was stunned at the same time. Yeah. So I'm trying yeah. to take it in, but at the same time, my jaw's on the floor. So I'm trying to pick that up, and I'm trying to... But it was maybe two seconds worth of turning around and seeing his face and Still. screaming. Do, do you think... Right, here's a question. Here's a cheeky theory. Bit of speculation. Will we see any Ahsoka setup in the next two episodes of Mando? Do you think? Was that more clear from, from what you saw? For those who didn't see next week's Mando, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, 
Oh, it's so difficult. I don't know. Because I have seen next week's episode of Mando. Um, I I don't know. I, I don't know. Because okay. there's so much that happened in that, I think that they're uh, going to want to focus on that story. Okay. I think, I think they're, and again, it's, there's no spoilers here, I promise you. I think they will start to set that up because it's part of the multi, this multi, multiverse of Mando. And they've, and they, and, and they've shown him, you can have That's that nice. one, guys. Um, this is literally what it's like when we're recording. This guy like, just chucks out this stuff. Anyway, and I'm like, oh, yeah. If Boba Fett has shown us anything, they, they do love to throw in, you know, they're not, they're not even breadcrumbs, they're just actual episodes to set up something else. So I do think we'll get a mention, or we'll get even a sighting, and again, this is no spoilers for next week, but I think we'll maybe we'll get a, me- a mention or a sighting of, of Thrawn or something that's going on to okay. set up a soap, because we know that's coming in August. Right, let's sprinkle, let's sprinkle some gameage here. Um, yeah, I know, mate. Uh, do we see Thrawn in the Mando season three finale? Uh, over or under 40%? Mm-hmm. What are you saying? I'm going over. For and that's not based on anything. I must say that. But I'm going over. By? I'm going to go, I reckon, yeah, I'm going to go like 80%. I'm 80%, 80%? confident that's we're going to see him. It's that's very high. high. That's very high. <laughs> yeah, Dave, what are you saying, mate? What are you saying? Um, I'm going to say under. Okay. I think just because they want to keep that suspense going. I think yeah. they want to, like you said, sprinkle some deliciousness and just wait for it to evolve. Okay. All right, Dave Dunn from Look Essex, Look everyone. Collectors Guild co-host Dave Dunn. Oh, yeah. Collectors, Collectors Guild. Guild. Collectors Guild, that's him. If you need anything, ask him. He's a, he's sure. a, he's a fixer for any product you need in and terms he, of Star Wars and plastic stuff. Yes. And he doesn't <laughs> mind a DM. He likes a DM as well. Uh, what, 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 have we got? what have we got next? Is it Andor are we doing next? Or like, we've kind of done Ma- like Mando. Well, with, well, you know, when, this. What about you? Ahsoka, when you saw the trailer, okay. what did you think about it? I thought it was fantastic. Again, uh, you know, I don't want to be boring. I don't want to be like, ah, it's so fantastic. But it was fantastic. It was very, very, very good. Very impressive. It's Rebels season five. But it wasn't it. my favourite that's trailer. Not, that's not a bad thing. It wasn't my favourite trailer. I'll say it now. My two, I had two favourite trailers. And that was The Acolyte, which obviously we've just spoken about. Yes. And Andor season two, mm. I think. I don't know what it was, mate, but the Andor stuff. I remember saying when we, 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 we had the privilege of seeing the first three episodes of Andor in London, and I, I remember saying, you know what? The music didn't hit me. The music, yeah. I, you know, I was like, but I'm sure it'll grow. And all my days being in that Lucasfilm showcase yeah. and hearing that Andor, how does it go? Like, <laughs> there we that. go. And it's Nicholas Brightel. Sorry, I, mate. I was like, yeah, I, this stuff, this, this music, it just, I felt emotional. There's something There's about Andor. already for that show. And what I got from the panel was that Andor is so crafted with love mm. and intelligence and thought. Everything is in place. Everything is there for a reason. Like, they, they were talking about the gloves and the walls, you know, there's that scene and, and there's the just loads of gloves. gloves and stuff. And they're saying, yeah, well, the gloves would have been, like, passed down by generations. It would have been his, you know, the father's gloves and the mother's gloves and, they, you know, it gets handed down. And you're thinking, like, what? You know, this... <laughs> gloves. They, they, gloves, yeah, but they put so much love into everything I, I don't know man there's I, I a just reason feel... for everything they said even Ferrix as a even yeah. though it kind of felt they said it, they wanted it to be a character within itself 
but they wanted Ferrix to almost parallel kind of Cassian's story throughout, like the journey that that place takes compared to how what, where Cassian goes. And if you and then kind of watching it, uh, rewatching it in my mind when he's saying it, you think, yeah, there is. Like how the mm. citizens react and with how now Cassian is archives throughout that first season. It's not things which I maybe didn't pick up on the first time, but now knowing it, it makes it that bit rich. And I, I loved Andor, man. You know, I absolutely loved it. I was all over that. And so, like you said, seeing how Tony and um, all the rest of the gang, like Cassian and the producers, the costume designer, mm. Nicholas Brittell, mm. the composer, spoke about... <laughs> oi, oi. <laughs> Sorry, man. Um, <laughs> What's going on, guys? What's going on? Can pretend that ain't happening. Um, yeah, the way they spoke about it, like the depth they went into talking about the craft of making this, like the technical side of it, was unbelievable. I could listen to Tony Gilroy talking about that for for days. Yeah. Now the guy, he, you know, yeah. he's a straight talking kind of guy, but you can tell that this 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 galaxy is winning him over now. At first, it's like I'm not interested. Now. I'm here. For, I'm here to rewrite Rogue One, maybe get paid pretty well for it, oh. and then get done with it. But now you can tell that he's in. He's, he's talking about rebels. He's talking about the canon. He's talking about how excited he was to come back and re and take these characters that he created again, mate. And when, like I said, we got to see some of what he's done for season two and how it has got bigger in scope because it's going to need to. Andor fans, raise your hand. Oh, Make some noise! Wow! And who wants to come up and talk Andor season two gossip over here? Over here, what's your, we, we don't know you, so what's your name? Come over, come over, come over, over here. Georgie, give it up for Georgie. Hi. Andor. Welcome, hello there. Thank you for having me. No, pleasure, pleasure. I am the Georgie you're looking for. Oh, <laughs> I see, okay. Sorry, I had to squeeze that in. So for me, I, w- I didn't unfortunately get into the Ahsoka um, showcase and then by the time the queues were also out we were turned away because it was full which i was gutted about but Same. um we queued up were you, were you standing behind us in the line don't think i was oh, okay you're very familiar do i <laughs> yeah um, so Andor, Andor season two so Andor season two for me if if i just go off on a slight tangent here go on. i tangent. went to the panel today which was on the ilm so it was like the lighting and the cinematography mm. and everything about andor for season 1 mm. and we met some of the vfx people the people doing lighting and um, one of the other guys who did quite a lot of the photography on like the the scenes that they did in like lanzarote and the places around the uk that it was filmed right. and it was absolutely stellar like just yeah. going off from the passion that you guys said that you felt yeah. from series 2 was just right there um and for me they kind of made the point that it is going to go darker for season two which is the thing that i'm really excited about for this series and i think andor as a series is just phenomenal because there is no jedi in andor and you have to remember that there's yeah yet (laughs) there is no jedi that we have seen yet in this series there's no kind of force wielding lightsaber kind of battles that you have there everything is by ships so in Mm. like tie fighters Mm. everything's by gunfire um it's all kind of really gritty and grounded with what you see in this series and it's very kind of realistic isn't it yes it feels it's realistic it's not it's not this kind of one-to-one of light saber combat it's it's who can shoot better with with pistols and, and rifles and things and, and that, that to me brings it more more stakes if you will when, oh. it, when, when you haven't got the force you can't rely on that kind of dais to fall back on you can't rely on a lightsaber wielder to save the day it's down to your smarts and 
how good you are with your blasters and running. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. just street smarts at that point, isn't it? And that's like kind of where Cassian gets his ability to do what he does from, which is which is fantastic. But yeah, just the kind of where it's going for season two is absolutely amazing. And just going off what you were saying about Tony and the crew working on everything, the passion is there. Well, I watched uh, Rogue One the other day, and I did notice because I want I want to just build on a point you said. I did notice that um, when Shira Inway's kind of like introduced into the film. Um, Cassian goes, is he Jedi? And it's like, how does he, you know, this is during a time when the Jedi being suppressed, have been like killed, and how does he know about that? How's, how's he aware of it? Maybe he just knows the legends and stuff, like a lot of people, or maybe we will see something. It's just a little thought, just out of all the series, is Andor season two for you what you're most anticipating? It is definitely up there, uh, like 100%. Um, yeah, it is. We'll take that answer. That. Remind, what, name and where are you from? Uh, I'm Georgie and I'm from Wolverhampton. Brilliant. Wolverhampton. <laughs> Thank you, Georgie. Thank you. Man, I'm, I'm getting so excited for Andor. We've got, we've got ages left. We're, we're not looking until 2025, I think they said, for Andor. Maybe August, I think they said. I think maybe. so. Yeah, so yeah, so we've, got, we've got a little August, while to 24. go. August 24. Yeah. 2024, sorry, yeah. So I'm, I'm so excited. And everything you're saying there about what Tony was saying, about what the photographers on set were saying, the amount of love that was poured into every scene. Yeah. And again, we're not here for comparison, but for me, Andor is you know, by far the best made Star Wars series Probably the best made Star Wars product in years. And I include maybe like the, uh, the Rise of Skywalker. And I just think Andor is a step above. You know, not, again, not to, not to say that JJ and the gang didn't pour their heart into Tross, because they did. Yeah. But Andor was just, Andor's a different beast, man. And, and like you say, it's, it's, it's boots on the ground, it's grimy, it's gritty. There are human stakes here. There's human drama here. And that's what I like. Like I said on the recap, you get the right actors or the right people in the right place, give them the tools to make magic, and you get magic. One, one way out. You get the whole one way out scene. We get Andy's di- uh, monologue. And then Luther and Rail, Stellan's Garden. Oh, like, my day. You know what? I'm going to do one as well. And that's just, that's just part 10. Episode idea, right, is to, is the speeches of Andor oh, season man. one. They're just so ridiculously inspirational. Mm. Yep. On our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. $2 Subscribe for $2 a month for less than a cup of coffee. Uh, I, I rewatched Andor with my wife early. Some of you might early. know. She's standing at the back. At the back right there. Right so at the back wait, there. Wait. Yes, she's a babe. Yes, I'm punching. He is. Uh, he is. We, we rewatched Andor and I just kind of forgot how emotional it was, how powerful it was, and like what you said, mate, how human it was. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, I think that's, it's not just that the music is fantastic on its own, it is, but with all of that emotion, with what I just said, that's kind of what makes Andor so special, and that's why I'm really, really looking forward to a season two. And we know about season three, Tony Gilroy keeps saying it's, it, it really helps that they know where to finish. They got an end point. Yep. Season three is Rogue One. Yep. The best Star Wars film. Is it? For me. Anyone who agrees, come on. Come on, yeah, wow. wow. That, to be fair, that has actually surprised me somewhat. But yeah, I always hear that. I always hear Rogue One is it, like... It, it, mixes yeah. up, it mixes up what we love about Star Wars, but just adds that a, bit, a little bit more human drama in, and I get what was... And, and Guy Henry, episode uh, 69. Yeah, Guy Henry was on our show. One of my favourite interviews we've ever done. Yeah, thank you, mate. Thank you, man. Guy Henry. Talking fan over there. What's your name, mate? Chris. Chris. Chris, you're a lad. You're a lad. 
Don't beat me to it, but but mate, and or see, and or season two is great. What we we want to we wanted a season two for another show of a panel that we saw today. We did get that announcement, but we got a, we got a nice little cheeky wink, a little cheeky nod for Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, we, who else was in that panel this afternoon? Yeah, we were hoping to get the season two announcement. We didn't quite get that. No, but as what? a panel though, oh. it was a really strong panel. I'll be honest, I went into this panel just kind of thinking, I'm looking forward to seeing Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor with yeah. my own eyeballs, yeah. you know, and that's it. What I was like, oh, I'm, I'm happy with that. I would queue up for that. We were fortunate enough to trade for, I mean, get the uh, panel lottery. Thank you, Eve. I'm looking at Star Wars Celebration people like, they're like, <laughs> not you, Eve. Um, <laughs> no, but listen, we went into Obi-Wan Kenobi and uh, I was just excited to, to be there, see everyone there. Deborah Chow was there, uh, Vivian, Lyra Blair was there. She was, she was outstanding. She was yeah. What a little lady. And listen, I cried during Obi-Wan Kenobi, that panel. Mm-hmm. That, that panel was very mm-hmm. powerful. I wasn't yeah. up. What? What is that? Yes, he yeah, did. So did you. Well, you had. Yes, always, he did, Mr. Voice. Had, uh, that's it. He's <laughs> got a great beard. We had Jessup, who you've all seen on stage. He was sitting between Luke and myself, uh, very much a rose between two thorns. Um, and at, at the point when they showed the scene of Obi Wan and Leia saying goodbye, and you know, Leia gives him a cuddle and says goodbye, Obi Wan. Suddenly, you could just see here these three three people, three men sniffling away. <laughs> Because oh, like, the, the, the music swelling, obviously, the, like you and said, it's phenomenally acted, and also we it, know we know what's to come as well in the story. But it, it, it worked, didn't it? We forget the highs of Obi Wan were high, weren't they? It's the acknowledgement of the parents. It's when mm-hmm. Obi Wan says, "Look, I did know your parents to little Leia," and it's like, "Look, you're this, this, this. You get this from your mum, but this, this, and this, you get that from your father." Yep. You know, and, and it's and it's that acknowledgement that his father was phenomenal and maybe even still has phenomenal qualities. And it all leads to the best film ever made, the feel-good film of the year every year, 1983's Return of the Jedi. Versus Rogue One. Obviously. Return of the Jedi, mate. Emosh, emosh. But that scene, that, that scene where, you know, like, Vader saves Luke. Luke saves Vader. That is Star Wars. It's family. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Mando, when Mando is at its best, there's stakes, but it's about family. Yep. Obi-Wan Kenobi, it's about family. Andor, it's about found family. It's Book of Boba Fett. Oh. <laughs> no, we do enjoy the Book of Boba Fett. There's something about Boba Fett, man. I can't even lie. It's mental, Bo- isn't it? Bo- Bo- yeah, it is. You know? I can't lie, right? To be a bit more cheery, I can't lie. When, there are moments where I think yesterday, we're, or even in Mando, the new episode, I was like, what are we watching? Like, if this wasn't Star Wars, and you're trying to explain this to someone who's never seen Star Wars before, and you're like, so yeah, there's this alien and there's this alien, as particularly Mando's episode this week, the one that just aired. Try and explain that to someone who's never seen Star Wars before. They're going to be fish like, love. what are you on? Yeah, the yeah. fish love episode. What's going on? But there is something magic about it. It transports you away, doesn't it? And and that's why, ultimately, we love this stuff because it is deep, it is meaningful, it is a mythology, it is a fantasy, and it needs to be treated like that. It's not just an, a, a, a product yeah. that you can... Yeah, Lucasfilm has to earn money. That's the reality. Disney has to earn money. But as long as that love is at the centre, you know, I'm here for it, mate. And, and a lot of these projects, a lot of these series, these films, they all seem like... 
they can have that, and that makes the me very excited. But, and everything you've just said, by a round of applause for what you just said, by the way, it is all of that. But, but at the same time, it is also a bit, it is also a bit daft at times, isn't it? It is, like you say, when you watch it, like you watch the cantina scene, you watch like, the last episode of Man, though, or like the old frog lady and frog man and their relationship. It, you, it, Star Wars needs to retain that element of, of camp, element of fun, element of silliness. Yeah. I know Andor maybe is light on that, but that is the exception rather than the majority. If all of, I know a lot of people have said they want, lots of people want Star Wars to be Andor. It, it, can't, it wouldn't survive if, if everything was like Andor. No, not at all. Because it, it needs that injection of what George gave to it in the first place, which is yeah. his kind of odd brand of humour. Yeah. And go on, go on, George. Oh, yeah, Lucas, you know, everyone. Uh, so uh, I wanted to make this picture, and uh, that's it. I just want a diet coke. What's that, Max Rebo? Max Rebo. That? Yeah, Max Rebo. On, Max Rebo. Brilliant. We need Our more listeners. Rebo in Star Wars, don't we? We need more Rebo. There's a loft cut over there as well. We, we, what's going on? Has what anyone is going got any on? more cuddly toys in it. the room? We've got a dying ogre at the back there. Yeah, it looks fantastic, guys. Um, this is our two hundredth episode. We've covered a lot here. I think there's a few other celebrations. We, obviously, we're, we're recording on Sunday, the 9th of April. <laughs> had to check. Um, and we, we had the new uh, Jedi Survivor trailer. Oh, man. That looked very good. Are you guys excited for Jedi Survivor? Oh, We've got Cal Kessis in the front row here. Now, my boy Eamon. But, mate, well, they had, um, we, we walked into the live stage this morning, and Stig Asmussen, the game director for Jedi Survivor, came out. And I was a little disheartened because I heard so many people saying, who's that? Who's this guy? It's like Stig, man. And then he was speaking about it's the game. It's the Stig. Man, it's the Stig. And then Cameron Monaghan came out wearing, wearing a poncho, and it's Jedi Fallen Order-inspired poncho, and got such a clap, such a loud pop from the audience. But we, we knew there was going to be more footage from the game. They're sponsoring the event. We got that Jedi Survivor trailer. I love, you know, you know, most of you guys know, I love that first game. I love the, fa- the, fa- the family that is created in that first game, the story, and obviously the, the mechanics of the game and all that. But this survivor, mate, yeah. has taken Fallen Order and it said, well, you were this big, we're now going to make you this big. And every week, PlayStation keeps saying, actually, it's another 10 gigabytes bigger. But the trailer looked amazing. The trailer looked great. The gameplay was amazing. It's part open world. We heard earlier on from our boy Dave that, Coruscant is going to be an open world feature on Jedi Survivor. For those who want open world, you've got it on Coruscant, of all places, on next-gen or current-gen consoles. We've got a shout-out for Danny Roback's Greasy Money Baby, which made me happy. Merrin, we're going to get more Merrin. I know we've got a lot of fans of Night Sister Merrin in, well, in here. <laughs> Loves it. Uh, nice one, Jimmy. <laughs> um, but no, the trailer I thought looked great. I, I, th- I thought we were going to get another one. This is absolutely, definitely, 100% the last trailer because the game comes out in, what, 17, 19 days, I think? I think so. Yeah, two and yeah, a half weeks. I think weeks. so. It's not long. It's not long at all. Um, this celebration has been magical. Obviously, we're n- we don't live far from here, so it's been really convenient. Yeah. Um, yes. And uh, listen, I hope you guys have been enjoying it. Has anyone, like, other than who we've had on here, anyone travelled from overseas to be here? And Well, Jimmy, yeah. Ob- who's the furthest? We've got Can... Wait. Where? Australia. Melbourne. Australia? Melbourne, man. And you've come all the way from Melbourne just for this panel. Look, this guy loves it, didn't he? Look Australia! <laughs> oh, mate. So proud. Look, this is lad. the way, mate. This is the way. We, I know, we, know, we've got, we know we've got Kansas, Florida, anywhere else. Anyone come from anywhere else? San Francisco. San Francisco. San Francisco. Sir? 
Ja. Columbia. Yes. That is awesome. And Welcome. And actually, and all, all of this talk about where do you all come from, that, that's, that's how we met, isn't it? That's how we met. I, I, put up a, I put up something on a forum. It's like it was planned. It's like it was planned, guys. It actually wasn't, but what a segue. Um, but I, I put up a, 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 a post on a forum. Basically, so I wanted to know, basically, we, we love stars, but how far does this reach? Is it just like a kind of, is it a northern hemisphere thing? Does it, how far down south does it go in the hemispheres? So I said, like a gazelle, so I said, you know, where Spoiler. in the world are you from? And we got lots of people from the States, lots of people from England, Australia, all around the world, France. Yeah. And then, and then this one guy, this one chancellor just said, I'm from Basildon and I work, I'm in Basildon, Essex. Essex. So I said, oh, so, so am I actually. F- funny that I, I'm working in Essex right now. And as the legend, which is 100% true goes, we found out that we worked 250 yards away from each other, one end of the road to the other. And then we met up for a coffee halfway. Costa. Costa. Other coffees are available. <laughs> Better coffees are available. And um, Greg's. Oh, on the back we there. wish. We wish. But mate. we met, we'll we met up a couple of times, had a couple of coffees, spoke about our rebels and the last Jedi and how everyone was going to love it. Yeah, we were like, <sighs> Ryan Johnson. That's how we. That's, that, that is what we were yeah. like when we first met. We didn't we were know like, each other. Just give him the trilogy. <laughs> just give him. <laughs> you know, give him everything, this. and everyone's going to love him, right? <laughs> It's true, though, right? It's true. No. Um, it, 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 was, it was special, mate, and it's, it's been an cool, absolute pleasure. It? So if you guys didn't know, this is our 200th episode. 200. We were at... Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We, and I know, I know that the, the old stat is people, the podcasters don't get past episode seven because it's a grind, and it is, but we love what we do. But when we're sitting there knocking back a, a hazelnut latte and a vanilla latte back in the day, no one, we never thought we were going to get to 200 episodes, did we? And, and being serious, no. though, you don't. And a lot of that is because people are wild and mad enough to listen. And the, the support we get from the listeners, the engagement on socials, the wonderful emails, the DMs, seeing so many of you here today, it, it pushes you on to make more. It, it makes us want to do it even more. And we do it even if no one listened. But the fact that people are mental enough to tune in week on week is, is amazing. It's special. But it's, this, the, we're, we're so pleased to be here. Yeah. And it's because of you guys. Genuinely is. Genuinely. Can you say that a bit louder for those at the back? Best podcast. Um, right, and also, there are some amazing people responsible for this fine bit of art. We got this uh, yesterday, given to us at Bibs uh, uh, Bash. Bibs Bash. If you made it, you know. Thank you, boys. And that, and that would be why he's feeling ropey today, to bring it full circle. It is. I'm uh, hiding it, it better. Uh, it is all catching up with me, sadly. Um, I've forgotten what this says. Uh, I think probably it's probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Can, can you actually read it? Wrong. Canvey's best podcast, it says. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Right, and, 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 and listen, we're wrapping up now, guys. You know, you're nearly done. You can either go to Cantina or back to bed or to the airport, but listen, that's a Greg's logo. If any of you work at Greg's, if any of you work at Greg's, get us in. Get us involved. Sponsor we're doing us. free sponsorship and advertisements yeah. to you. If you are from abroad, if you are from Colombia, get a sausage roll, get a steak bake from Greg's. Tell, um, us, tell, tell them the session sent you. Yeah, tell, tell them us, that. Please. Before we all go, is anyone else going to the Cantina 2 gig tonight? Because we're going to be there. 
And we're yeah. going to have a, a moderately heavy evening well, after last I, night, yeah. I think if that happens, I'll probably die. But um, <laughs> I, listen, thank you. This is all because of you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everyone. Uh, I'm, You're going to do it on, yes. Uh, I'm thinking... Um, I'm thinking we've got to get a picture together, Come right? On, you know, are we going to get a picture together? Should we do it? Thank you, guys. Yeah, oh, wait, let, let, let Amadala figure out her outfit here. Is everyone outfitted okay? Has everyone got there? Yeah, okay, right. In the corner? Where are we doing this? Should we do it here or like... Are we, here, do we stay seated? I don't know. I've never done this, mate. Right, that one. right ready? Make sure you get me. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. This is the way. Enjoy your evening, guys. Hello, this is Ahmed Best. I am Jar Jar Binks in the prequels of Star Wars. And you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, which is probably the UK's best Star Wars program. Star Wars Sessions game! Welcome. Welcome to Big Splash! Yes! A Star Wars Celebration After Party, and we're going to do like a quick quiz, okay? Um, If you want to win, hang on. Uh, if you want to win one of these bad boys, yeah. okay, yeah. all right, yeah, I know. Oh, Alex, Beefcake Alex, come here, mate. Look at him. Oh, look, go on. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Enough drinks, you can win that one. Yeah. Three. We only popped out for a drink, so thank you so much, guys, for coming tonight. Celebration. Celebration. How we find it? Awesome. Yeah, we're enjoying it. We're enjoying it. All right. All right. We're not, Listen, we're not used to sitting down for these things, are we? No, I don't we're usually facing like around. I don't like, I don't like sitting down. But we'll, 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 we'll I'll, be, I'll be standing in a bit because I can't handle just sitting down for the like, <laughs> however long we're going to do this. And we're going to be like, I don't know, like 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes. We're going to do a quiz and see how it goes. We are going to need some volunteers, okay? Um, so, uh, am I skipping ahead or are we good? No, mate. Okay. What, we, uh, what we do need to say is, firstly, Simeon, thank you so much and everyone here at Social Prevention for sorting this out. Yeah. You are excellent. And we've been asked to say, everyone's got to be out by midnight. Yeah, be out by midnight. And, uh, and if you are going to be out, keep it down a bit so they don't get any complaints when you're on the way out. <laughs> Alright, okay. Uh, right, we need a volunteer. Volu- are we on to volunteers? Overall, we, we're going to need up to about five, one at a time. Five. We've got one. Right. We've got one. Sir, sir, and one at a time. Do one at a time. One at a time. time. Right, take the seat. Take the hallow table, my man. Take the seat. We're going to need to know one thing. You're not allowed to see that. What's, what's your name? My name's Max. You, you can hold this if you want, and we will share. Okay, what's your answer? Right, mate, for this quiz, for everyone who comes up, we're going to ask you three questions. They're all Star Wars related, but I know, boring. 
If you get two out of three right, you will win one of these t-shirts as modeled by my beautiful assistant. And if you do win, as you'll notice, we don't have them with us. We will need you to DM or email us your details, what size you want, and where you live. Okay? I've heard a lot, a lot of pressure in front of a lot of size. Matt, you've got to get two out of three right, mate. This is secretly just like a guerrilla marketing campaign, so we're going to get everyone's addresses, but... Just, yeah, just about that one, right? Consent, consent. Right, Max, mate, are you ready? I'm ready. Play the music. I'll probably just remove the answers. Right, mate. According to the Office of National Statistics, how many babies in England and Wales have been named Ray? Since 2015. In Britain. In UK and Wales. England and Wales. Well, we'll give you on the we'll touch that. Yeah. Okay. England and Wales in 2015. How many babies have been named Ray? What now? 500. 500. It's less. Ooh. Go on, have another. How much less? Exactly, a number. A substantial amount less. <laughs> Ten! Okay. Ten. No, a, bit, that, okay, a bit more than that. Okay. <laughs> Let's go in the middle. How many of them have you had? 200. Yeah. Um, now that's getting closer. It's. I mean, at what point is it uh, wrong or right? Alright, you're sorry mate, you got that wrong. It's 100, 148. 148, you're not done sir though. Uh, throughout the sequel trilogy, how many times does Finn aggressively shout <laughs> Ray? Again, do I get okay, approximate? No. <laughs> And I mean, we're not talking about when he kind of says they're in conversation or, or kind of wakes up and says, oh, Ray. Okay. How many times does he forcefully run towards the camera and scream, Ray? Ray. Like, yes, like that. 14. It's not it. It's not it. I like this guy. These are strong drink It's time. It's time. 14, mate. What are you saying? Oh, oh, hang on. I need to open my phone Um... <laughs> It feels like a lot, right? But it's actually only three. <laughs> One in the Force Awakens. One in the Force Awakens, thank you, mate. One in the Force Awakens, twice in the Rise of Skywalker. Three times. None in the Last Jedi. That's weird, right? Right, Johnson. You've got one more. If you, if you, if you nail this, if you nail this, you might, you might get to the end. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. You're going to have to be very specific. Alright, mate. Alright, mate. Here we go, mate. No pressure. How many Republic credits did Qui Gon tell Watto that he had on him in the Phantom Menace? Watto. Not the end, man. 500,000. I'll give you another chance. You've got to work with us here, mate. You've got to work with us here. It's higher or lower? It's, it's a lot lower. A lot lower. 50,000. Turn the file upside down. 20,000. Yes! How specific! Oh my god! You get a t-shirt! Oh, yes! 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 Yes!
another volunteer. Who we got? Who we got? Let's let's open it up a bit. Let, we got a soaker. Were you volunteering or was that your? Okay, all right. Oh, I was wondering. Look, wait. If you're being forced to do. No, no, no. Okay. All right. I've had a few of these Mandalorian mules, so I've had a few Mandalorian mules, so I don't answer any questions. Yay! Participation. Maybe. We'll see. I think that's cheating. Big one, We know who's a soaker, but in the real world, what's your name? What? What's your name? My name. Yep. Meline. Meline. Yeah. Like feline, but with an M. Are you ready for the Star Wars Sessions quiz of I'm life? Really nervous. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're kicking off with a very similar theme for the first question. According to the Office of National Statistics, fun. How many babies in England and Wales have been named Obi since 2005? A million. How many babies have been named Obi since 2005? 230. Oh, oh my! Close enough! Oh, 216! Yeah! 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 Maybe, maybe okay, three, okay. maybe three. How many people does Darth Vader kill throughout the original tr trilogy? Ooh, evil, evil! Is this like on Yeah, 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 on screen, on screen, on screen. On screen, by his screen. And four sabers. What? 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 There's a couple of, well there's at least one Imperial officer in episode four, and then there's a couple of the the exile pilots, and then... This doesn't include Rogue One. Yeah, no, that's fine. No Rogue One. No Rogue One. So in what? The original trilogy. Yeah, that t-shirt's going further away. That t-shirt's turning into... No, no, I got it with the first one, right? Hey, man. you're doing well. What's your I would say, like, a dozen. A dozen? Lukey boy, how many people did Darth Vader kill during the OT? You said a dozen. It was 11. Oh! Yes! Give her another t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're running out of t-shirts. We're not that rich. <laughs> uh, uh, more patrons, please. That'd be great. Um, how many Clatoonians does Mando murder with the Darksaber in The Return of the Mandalorian? In the book of He walks into that butcher shop and he ain't happy with his cut. How many for two of you to be It's five. That's weird. What's underneath that? What's going on? You got a t-shirt. Are you? Well done. Yeah. All right. Right. Sorry. Who's next? You pick. Thank you. Well, who's next? Right. Uh, I'm going to sit down, mate. I'm not going You know, I had an ACL injury when I played football when I was 16. You've been dining out on this. Right. I can see three hands. Oh. 
Oh, I can see another one. Jamie, it's got to be clean. You've got me for an hour. It has to be clean. Have you got any free XL shirts? No. Sit down. Come on, sit down. Jamie Richards, everyone. <laughs> right. Take the mic. Yeah. I was going to say, are there children present? No, it's fans. Yeah, mate, it's, it's the podcast that's been recorded. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I told you. Right. I would never be on the podcast. Uh, right, it's happening, mate. Yeah, mate. Yeah, so, like listen, let, 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 there's a little bit of a theme, everyone, all right? There's a bit of a theme. Um, according to the Office of National Statistics. <laughs> How many babies in England and Wales have been named Padme since 1999? And there is a a little spice of fact to go along with this that you're going to love. You're going to love. What are you saying? Five hundred. Do you, mind, do you mind us having another guess a little bit lower? Lower. How many babies in England and Wales have been named Padman? Oh, England and Wales? Since 1999. England and Wales, mate. England and Wales. Oh, probably by, you know, 10. What do we think about that one, mate? One. That's more like Which one you got? What do you guys think? Which one you got? 10, higher or lower than 10? Oh, you can't just keep. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with that. I'm trying, I'm trying to read your sphinx like. Uh, yeah. Should we put him out of his misery? Yeah. yeah. None. Lukey boy, how many babies were named Padme since 1999? Three. Oh. Oh. You said three? Oh, you weren't here, mate. You weren't here. No t shirt. Right. Well, you're not do, do you want to know what's correct? And uh, look, this is crazy. This is crazy. <laughs> they were all born in 2014. What? 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 Bit weird. What? Bit weird. What? 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 Right. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, I think it was, mate. I think it was. What are we doing next? Um, oh, how how many of the letter Y is there in Kashyyyk, the homeworld of the Wookiees? Two. How, how many wives? How many wives? Oh, he's just said three. 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 It's three. It's three. Well done. Well done. Right, and Matty Boy, last one. Last one. He's a Lucasfilm approved artist, by the way, guys. He is. George Lucas's dog inspired the look of Chewbacca. What was his dog's name? I believe it was Indiana. Oh! It's a real deal. Oh, mate, mate, stop, stop flexing. I don't know. It's a Labrador. I don't know. Right. Yeah, you get a t-shirt. You win a t-shirt. A big bag. And you get the t-shirt. Yeah, have a chair first. Hey. Right. Thank you, Lukey boy. You pick the next. Who's up next? Who's up next? Right, hands up. 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 Hello there, hello there, hello there. There you go, that's very good. Hi everyone, uh, just for the uh, general audience, I'll see you at 
Great. Relax. Mate, you ready to play the t-shirt game? The theme continues. According to the Office of National Statistics. Drink, 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 drink. How many babies in England and Wales have been named Sabine since 2014? Sabine, in UK and Wales, <laughs> since 2014. My years. I feel like... 20? Okay, mate. That's very high. It's high. You think it's what? 20. Yeah. What do you guys think? It's high. Yeah, the high ground. Think high ground. It's high, but it's not like that. High? 50. I'll give him that, man. 58. We'll have that. We'll give it. Yeah, alright, alright. Yeah, yeah. Right, next one. Two. To secure a PG rating in the United Kingdom, what one second shot was removed from Attack of the Clones? Someone here knows. Django's head. Was that phone a friend? Or is that Winder? Keep going with that line of thought. Django's head fell off and rolled. I'm gonna get that. Right, it is Obi Wan head butting Django Fair. Throughout the prequel trilogy, how many times does Padme call Anakin Annie? What are you saying? What are you saying? Remember, it isn't enough to turn him to the dark side. Yeah. Annie. <laughs> this is the Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and Sith. Annie. <laughs> <laughs> 23. 23. Because, because we're really nice guys, and probably really great Star Wars podcast. We'll give you another chance to go a little bit lower. I mean, you have already won a t-shirt, but go a bit lower. I mean, you do have the high ground. Yeah. 11. It's not 11, but it's close enough. It's 8. You could have only 8 times, but you got the first two right. So you win a t-shirt as well, mate. Right, one more. Last one. Last one, and then we're just having a party. Right, oh, there's too many sick heads to choose from. <laughs> how many Americans have we had today? How, no, how many American, like, uh, are you Americans? Yeah. So, like, Belgian. You're be- be- I know you're Belgian, yeah. you've already been. <laughs> Belgium! <laughs> Kevin De Bruyne. Right, so, oh, Sammy. Yeah. Yeah. Sammy boy, yes, yeah, Sammy. Yeah, we've got shipping to America. Yeah. 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 Right, over to you, mate, over to you, you've got this. No answers to guessing what the first question relates to, but according to the Office of National Statistics, how many babies have been named Han or Han since 1996 when records began? In England and Wales, how many nippers have been named Han? 
And I think there's something to consider when answering this. Ignore, ignore what I said. So Hans, it's 96. In UK, England and Wales. 96, mate. England and Wales. Yeah, not Florida, mate. Yeah, yeah. Florida. Florida might be higher. Uh, uh, I'm going to go uh, 62. Uh, what I meant, what, sorry, I, uh, sorry, my mouth was a little dry. I meant to say 79. Oh, oh, sorry, I'm not giving you that, mate. 140. Oh, I was, I was way off. That's a lot ahead. What's next, mate? But Hong was also a character in Tokyo Drift, so... Oh. Do you know what I mean? And he's kind of a sickest. Yeah, so. Alright. Pre-DVD special edition release, which major male character was actually played by a woman in The Empire Strikes Back? Oh. We all know it. We all know it. They all know it, Sammy. You know it? Who, know, who knows this? For real. Is for real. It, uh, for real. Is for it real. our boys, Papa? Papa, 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 Sammy, this is the this is the winner T-shirt. Okay. Like last one. Last one. Okay. Quite last like one. Question. Sammy, in which Star Wars movie would you find a steel pecker? <laughs> a steel pecker in Star Wars. What movie? You might. You got a friend. A steel pecker. A steel pecker. You got a friend. Oh, yeah. Do you know? Do you actually know? Do you know that? That's not a friend. Do you know that? That's BB. That is BBA. That's the man that's who operated BBA in the sequel trilogy. Oh, I think. I, have to, I think we have to find a friend. Find a friend. Can we find a friend, please? Get up here now, brother. BB-8 in the sequels, the man who, uh, you puppeteered BB-8? No, stay, stay here, mate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How is this going to yeah, yield? Okay. Yeah, go on. Go on. You would find a steel pecker. Up, 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 up closer. You would find a steel pecker. Yeah. It's the very beginning. Get ready, guys. Come on. <laughs> of the Force Awakens. <laughs> I know you bought some, but they didn't turn up. But you've won a big fast t-shirt. Thank you, man. Right. Thank you. Thank you so much. What? This guy, this guy got engaged today. Customised to the Sessions Podcast. Who knew about that? Who knew about that? Who knew about that? 
realize. Oh, oh, right. get, get it out. Get out. Get out. Oh. From orange, orange going up to red from your sunset. All stars on there in Arabesh. Probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. And what's a helmet without Greg's? Greg's, 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 shows there's just so much content congrats boys on this uh 200 shows i'm looking forward to what you got going on in the next hundred it's just so good big boy bell here congratulations matt and luke on reaching 200 episodes it really is an incredible achievement thank you so much for all the funny fascinating and thought-provoking content you've created over the years and thank you so so much for the warm and friendly community that's grown up around your show it's a privilege and a pleasure to be part of it congratulations again and keep that spice train rolling hey matt and luke you sessions legends just wanted to drop by and say a massive congratulations on 200 episodes where's the time gone it only seems like a short time ago we were at 100 episodes but you guys are amazing thank you so much for everything you do for me and the star wars community the star wars community is so much better off for you guys being in it keep the light shining may the force be with you right i'm gonna try an essex accent all right gazers oh that was poor i'm sorry Anyway, Shane here from Suffolk. Just want to say a massive congratulations on reaching 200 shows, boys. It's richly deserved. Uh, to be knocking out content like you do week after week and keeping it fun, engaging and really positive takes some doing. Uh, thank you from the bottom of my heart for creating such a wonderful Discord community as well. Can't wait to meet most of you at Star Wars Celebrations. And to quote Lukey boy, may the force be with you, always. Hey, 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 Andreas here. 200 episodes i remember like yesterday when it was 100 episodes what happened anyway congratulations that's a huge achievement i so appreciate everything that you do uh fond memories especially having brewskis with lukey boy in london 
anyway, here's to another uh, 200. Yeah? Oi, oi, boys. It's Jess Olson, your favorite Yank from Colorado. I just wanted to say hi, and oh my gosh, congratulations on your podcast and everything you guys have accomplished. I, uh, I just think you guys are the greatest. You have the freshest, spiciest takes in all of the galaxy. And uh, I just think you guys are really great. And I hope you're both celebrating right now at the pub and uh, having a great time. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Love you guys. Bye. Boys, 200 episodes. That's more than The Clone Wars. Absolutely brilliant. The community and the pod that you've built is is amazing. And uh, I can't thank you enough. Congratulations on the 200 episodes. I wouldn't say what 200 is in Welsh because it sounds a bit uh, dodgy. I wish you all a success and for everything to keep growing and pushing forward. You're both awesome. And remember, Palpatine loves a good Star Wars session. Alright lads, this is Jake from Poor Dameron on Instagram. Um, Congrats on 200 episodes. Uh, I always listen to the podcast when I'm driving uh, to and from work, so it feels like we car share at this point. Uh, so thanks for the for the lifts. Uh, but seriously, uh, it's a great achievement, uh, and I always enjoy listening every week. So congrats again. Hello, guys. It's Jessup here. Uh, just wanted to say a massive congratulations to you both uh, on reaching 200 episodes. Um, it has gone so quick and you have done a phenomenal job in the execution of every single episode. Um, so here's to 300. I can't wait. Goodbye. It's Commander Taylor here. Just wanted to thank these two Sessions daddies for giving me the Star Wars friends around the world I didn't know I needed. The Sessions community makes the galaxy more exciting now that I have so many sick heads to enjoy it with every week. But what's most impressive is how they came up with 200 games to play every week, somehow. (laughs) Keep up the hard work. Yay, 200! There'll be a lot of these coming through, I'm sure. Um, So I thought if the accent doesn't give it away, a name might be useful to attach. Uh, So it's Jake, Jake Swinburne. Um, What the Sessions means to me... Honestly, I, I probably joined the community way later, right, than everybody else who's sending these voice notes in, or, or the majority of. I met everybody down for the sessions live podcast um, in the Empire screen in, in London last year. Um, June, a pretty hard time for me, really, as a, as a person. I was getting divorced. Um, and the day that I met everybody was the anniversary, or the day before the anniversary of losing my daughter, my daughter's death. And um, what the sessions meant to me before that weekend and what it means to me now are two totally different things. It was at first a great place to enjoy probably the best Star Wars podcast in the UK. Um, definitely the best Star Wars podcast in the UK as far as I'm concerned. But yeah, it was a place to enjoy Star Wars content. Um, and a place to to listen to other people's opinions. It's hard to get people that are as interested or dedicated to following Star Wars as what we are. So it was a great place to to listen and hear thoughts and other opinions on something that I was passionate about. What it's probably evolved into is 
being part of a community that, yes, does that, but is also supportive of everybody's love of Star Wars and also supportive of everybody as an individual. I've received nothing but, or got nothing but love from every single person that was there, every single person that wasn't, and every single person that I've engaged with. So what it means to me now is a place to enjoy one of the things that I'm most passionate about with a group of people that I'm lucky enough to call friends. Um, and I think that's absolutely amazing. I couldn't wish to have got anything more out of listening to Star Wars Sessions as a podcast, but also out, out of meeting a group of people that are, if nothing else, all fantastic. And the two of you putting together the podcast has facilitated that and facilitated progression and change in my life that I didn't think would be possible. So it means the world to be part of the community, guys, and keep on all the good work. Anything that I or anybody else can do to support, I'm sure we always will. But first and foremost, thanks for being awesome people. Thanks for being awesome friends. And thanks for giving me somewhere to listen and air and share my positive and otherwise thoughts around something that I'm so passionate about. Thanks, guys. And see you all at Celebration. Hi Matt, hi Luke, it's Jenna So here, just for clarity, not the real one. Um, and just to say a really big congratulations on the 200th episode of Star Wars Sessions. I absolutely love your podcast and just wanted to say a huge thank you for all the time and effort that goes into that for us, your listeners. Thank you for building such a wonderful community to be part of and cannot wait to hear more episodes in the future. Hi guys, Sislayer here. Um, I'm currently in Ogre's Cantina with my lovely missus here at Galaxy's Edge and uh, just wanted to send you a quick note to say thank you so much for everything that you do for us, uh, for being the best podcast and uh, huge, huge congrats on 200 episodes and I can't wait to see you at Solar Celebration. Uh, yeah, may the force be with you and uh, see you soon. Dank Farrick, 200 episodes, that's wizard. Johnny O here, congratulations Matt and Luke, the community you've built continues to grow and I can't wait to celebrate this achievement with you and all the session sick heads at Bibs Bash. Hey Matt and Luke, this is John Burke over at BurkeReviews.com, wanted to say congratulations on your 200th episode, what a milestone, I think you've maybe talked more about Star Wars than George Lucas himself, and probably done a better job, keep it up guys. Hey Matt, hey Luke, Uh, congratulations on 200 episodes, that is so many episodes, but we're thankful for each and every one, I know good weeks, bad weeks, doesn't matter. You guys are always there for us. Um, Congratulations on 200, and here's to 200 more. Bye, guys. Hi, Matt. Hi, Luke. It's Gordon Brown here. Just sending you a quick message to congratulate you both on the fantastic achievement of reaching 200 episodes of Star Wars Sessions. Thanks very much, guys, for creating the fantastic community and for delivering a fantastic podcast every week I wish you well and here's to another 200 episodes all the best boys hello there this is Matilda Backlund from Sweden the Swedish Jedi I'm Isak we would like to congratulate you on episode 
200. And also say a huge thank you for all the fun and games and puns and insights. We just love to be on board the spice train and catch up on all things Star Wars. And we know that every single Star Wars Sessions episode is so good. Hey Luke and Matt, it's Jack Copestake, aka Jack the Bosk Bounty Hunter. I just wanted to thank you for all your hard work. It really shows in the show that you do. Absolutely love what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing and keep it spicy. Absolute sick heads. Hey Matt and Luke, congratulations gentlemen. It's been an absolute pleasure to get to follow you two on this amazing journey. You're about to hit 200 shows and now you are celebrity podcasters at Star Wars Celebration. I've been part of other communities in Star Wars before and none of them have done what you have. I can say without a doubt you two have created something that transcends Star Wars and you've built a family. You are the Republic. Matt, please explain that to Luke. Thank you for being such great ambassadors of Star Wars, fellas, and I look forward to number 500. See you in a few weeks. Jimmy from Kansas. All right, lads. Mancalorian here. Huge congratulations on reaching the landmark of your 200th main episode. It only feels like yesterday that we were celebrating the 100th. But it's not just 200 main shows that you deserve credit for. It's the countless hours of bonus Patreon content on top, the watch-alongs, the social gatherings and the fantastic community that you've nurtured that simply would not be here if it weren't for you two legends at the centre of it all. Sadly, I won't see you at Celebration as commitments elsewhere have had to take priority. But the biggest compliment I can pay to what the Sessions is is that it's the Sessions events and community that I'll be sad to miss, not the corporate event itself. The fact you'll be on stage yourselves there is an absolute triumph and a richly deserved reward for all the effort, heart and positivity you've both put in. May the force be with you, always. Hi, I'd like to wish uh, Matt and Luke a congratulations for reaching the milestone of 200 episodes from all the Buckle Clan. Have a good one. Oi oi lads, it's Chris Fox here aka Kenobi Collects, aka your favourite Cobb Vamp cosplayer. Just want to say massive well done on the 200 episode mark. Absolutely love listening to the episodes week in, week out. And going back through some of the old stuff as well always brings up some gems. Keep up the good work, guys, and I look forward to hanging out with you both at Celebration. Much love. Hello there, guys. This is Norhal. Matt, Luke, congratulations on your 200 episode on the podcast Star Wars Sessions. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for the amazing, fantastic job you always do. And may the force be with you always. 200 units already with a million more on the way. Congratulations Spice Masters on the 200th episode and the amazing international community you've built. A big Belgian kiss from Dimsky and may the force be with you. Always. Oi oi, you couple of Savaloys. It's your co-host from the Collectors Guild here to wish you a very, very happy 200th episode. That is mental, guys. 200 episodes. I fell in love with you guys at around episode 22. And uh, now you've sort of opened your arms and brought me into the family. Into the guild. Anyway, see you at Celebration for some absolute chaos. Oh, it's going to be messy, guys. It's going to be messy. Seriously, though, congratulations, guys. Love you both. May the force be with you.
200 episodes. 200 episodes. 200 episodes. It might be more including watch-alongs. Well, well done uh, on 200 episodes, guys. Uh, well chuffed for you. Glad to have been a small part of it with the old artwork. Um, yeah, uh, big up, big up you too. May may the force be with you. Hello, man, Luke. It's the Essex Scott, the Essex clone. Just congratulations for hitting 200 episodes. It's an amazing, not just the podcast itself, but the whole entire like Discord, everything. The whole community you've built is absolutely brilliant, and you should be proud of it all. Here's for the next 200 episodes, and have a good old cheeky pint in the Essex Falcon from me.